0: previously on the loyal
1: littles podcast but seriously thank you for all your help and getting the word out this is the best way to do it is by tony getting inundated with emails about episode (laughs) numbers and you know what greg garcia come on if you want if you don't want to come on i don't know what to say i mean but we have no way to reach you we have no way to reach you. i can't even find an email definitely don't have your digits no so i mean maybe you'll give roxy your digits i don't know i i don't have your digits (laughs) back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
0: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck.
1: Whoa.
0: What?
1: <laughs> Roxy's singing here.
0: I'm like... I'm, I'm on fire right now.
1: She's on cloud nine right now. <laughs> Roxy's got a new gig. We said we were going to lead with that, but we have a great story to tell, so I don't know what to do. We
0: should tell the story.
1: Okay, well, let's tell it because of the open. We just heard the cold open about yes. the whole Garcia mess. Yes. Okay, we think it's this is hilarious. It
0: is hilarious. Okay, we so... We don't think we know.
1: <laughs> as most of you know, Roxy and I are, participate, and Ritz as well, in the Broadway show Bowling League yep. here on Thursday nights. At
0: 11.15 p.m.
1: A friend of a friend hooked us up with some new Players for our team this year. We're always looking to expand, and Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you need subs and things like that. So, sure enough, he found us just two peeps, okay? And you know, you, you meet new people, so you gradually get to know what they do and stuff like this, and blah, blah, blah. So, the one, her name is Leah, I won't give out last names. But she said she's a producer. So, you know, th- everyone's in the business. They do something. Re- you know, you could be a producer, an actor, a musician, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So then from there, it's just casual conversation. And, you know, you just start talking about different shows. And you mention a show. And she was like, oh, Diana the Musical, that was my show. And, oh, this and that. Oh, Margaritaville, that was my show. And I did that and produced that and was on that. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And you, know, you just start making conversation. Anyway, so I said to her the other night, I went, oh, my gosh. Margaritaville. I go, you don't happen to know Greg Garcia, do you? And she's like, of course I know Greg Garcia. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Small I go, world. I go, do you have Greg Garcia's email? She's like, of course I have Greg Garcia's <laughs> <his> email. <laughs> so we literally wrote Greg Garcia an email from the bowling alley. Yes. So Littles, the ball's in his court. That's yep. all we're going to say. The yep. ball's in his court. Stay um, tuned. Stay tuned. But that's this like. This is very exciting. I was like, I'm such a dope. <laughs> I wasn't ballsy enough to ask her if I could get his digits. No,
0: no, we no, We didn't no. want to do that. We didn't no. want to do that.
1: I did want to do that. That
0: might have been over the line a little bit, yeah, but maybe. yeah, no. The email's good. Yeah, the email's the good. Email's so, good. So
1: we sent him an email, and we tried to make it as funny as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. So, like you said,
0: stay, tuned. stay tuned.
1: All right, Roxy, real quick, because we've got a jam-packed show again. We Uh, we we failed to mention that at the top of the podcast. (laughs) Real quick, though, because we teased it, and I want to give you a second, like, your new job.
0: Yeah, I'm a uh, personal trainer at a new studio that just opened up here in the city. It's called The Limit, and my good friend Beth is the founder and creator of this incredible workout.
1: Broadway star Beth Nicely.
0: Yeah, she's been in a number of Broadway shows, and she's a personal trainer. She's been one for many, many years. And so she decided to, during the pandemic, the shutdown, to kind of start creating little video workouts and for this people. This is who you were
1: taking from. And this is, right. The little we've talked about, you jumping boxes and yes, things like that. Yes, right, She right, right, right.
0: was my trainer. I hired her last year to help me out before my Christmas season. And she's incredible, and she's so inspiring. And I ended up auditioning for her to join the team for this new studio that she opened up, we're finally holding in-person classes as well as there's still Zoom classes. So check that out, Littles, if you're interested in a fierce workout. So um, wait, they
1: could take a class with Roxy via Zoom?
0: I, right now, don't have any hybrid classes on oh, the okay, schedule okay. yet. But yes, there are hybrid classes classes okay. on the all schedule right. well, we'll,
1: we'll let them know because uh, yeah <laughs> we got to get the littles on this yeah right?
0: so I'm teaching five classes a week and right. any private training sessions that come along so I you had your certified. first one yesterday I did and you're gonna
1: have another one today Two tonight wow Two tonight wow uh-huh. so we better get through this yeah, so you can get go. some rest <laughs> 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 all right well Roxy you ready for a huge huge announcement
0: uh, yeah, we're, always.
1: Let's just get into it. Please welcome back to the podcast, Syracuse General Manager, Jason Smoral. Hey, Jason, how's it going? It's,
2: I'm super awesome, Checking and Roxy. How are you? We're fantastic. We're good, yeah. So I think, I we're like, excited. you know, I'm, I'm hearing all of the littles recite their numbers of their loyal little podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like a big deal now because this will be like my fourth appearance. That's, that's true. true.
0: That is kind of true. That's very true. I think true. Jeff Flowers
1: was the first one to start bragging on like, oh, I've been on twice, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But
2: twice? F- save it. <laughs> this is now four.
1: This is four it for is. you.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: But we should go back, Roxy. So first of all, we should say a big thank you. I mean, Jason, we're considering... Choxy does Syracuse that episode I think that it was, was 170 our
0: breakout performance that was
1: <laughs> the way you set us up there oh, let us do so the live amazing. recording I think that turned the podcast around I really mm-hmm. do and we we owe you for that so yeah. thank you for that
2: oh are you guys now Choxy are you like one name
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of we're a lot
1: of things uh Tony has referred to us as Chuck and Doxy yep um <laughs> we'll take whatever
0: yeah and I love how he I
1: refers like to Choxie. this as I,
2: I'm a I'm a big fan of Choxie.
1: Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Choxie, You can call us Choxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also think it's funny how he just refers to the podcast now as the Chuck and Roxy show.
0: Right. Not, <laughs> you know. So we're
1: thinking spinoff.
0: <laughs> maybe. We're
1: thinking spinoff someday, mm-hmm. maybe. So 100%. anyway, Jason, let's get down to business here. You had a big yeah. announcement this past weekend. Tell us all about it.
2: Well, we always, uh, we do our open house. our 10th year of doing open house. We kind of break out. We come out of hibernation and we do a, a season preview. We say the new things that are coming up in the stadium and talk about the team and what have you. And, and we release the, one of the things that we do is we release the promotional schedule. Last year we did this and I talked about the promotional schedule and I said, oh, and we're going to have the cheesery day. And Nobody (laughs) noticed it. Nobody cared about it. Nobody said anything about it. The plan was that I would announce it. Jake would write the email to Mr. Tony and the world would take off. And as we may or may not know, Jake forgot to send the email.
0: Uh, He
2: dropped the ball. (laughs) And then, then the day happened and it was awesome. So I get up there and announce the season and the promotions. And we get to April, May, June, July, August. September. And I just throw it out there. I go, yes, we will have the cheesery day part 2 And there's a whoop whoo from the audience. Wow. So a, a little was in the audience. Oh, wow. Uh, there was recognition. Uh, I didn't say anything else about it. I said, all right, we got a little in the house. And then we opened it up to Q&A. And, and there was only three questions. And one of them was what day is Lechiserie Day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: Excellent. So I think that we, we're on to something here, and it's uh, Claire Natola has been all over us, and I think there's some internet buzz about it. So we're Absolutely. excited for Lechiserie Night Part 2. All right. Can you reveal the date? Oh, I'm sorry. The date is uh, Tuesday, September 5th. And it's, you know, and and that's it. So right now it's it's all we know is the date. Okay. Uh, We know two things. The date is Tuesday, September 5th. Yep. And we know that we're this year, we're going to sell tickets to the Littles and we're going to have a code and $4 from every ticket that we sell is going to go to the first tea organization of Syracuse, New York.
0: (gasps) Oh, that's great. I love that. Excellent. That's great.
1: All right. So now I don't know if this was clever marketing or just dumb luck, but first of all, it's Labor Day weekend. So Littles, just take a four-day weekend. Just plan it now. Yeah, right.
0: go visit right? Syracuse. I mean,
1: makes sense, right? Makes sense to me. Yep. And then on top of it, I don't know if you realize this, but it is exactly one month after Summer of Littles.
2: I did not know. Uh, yeah, August 5th, right? Yes, yep. August so, 5th. Yeah, so uh, I think that's dumb luck.
1: Okay. You uh, should have just taken so credit put, for it, sir.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jake and I talked about it, like, what are we going to do? We're like, all right, are we going to like try to make this a big deal? Or are we just going to roll with Lecheesery Day like we did last year? And we decided just to roll with it Mm -hmm. and just let it continue to be organic, put it on a random Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's sell the 65 to 100 tickets and raise some money for First Tee because of Michael and, and Tony. They love golf. So that's all we thought about. And the rest of it's just going to fill itself in. Yeah. We'll see who shows up. We'll see if we do a podcast. We'll see if Dan <laughs> Burns back in town. I know that uh, Elliot Olshansky has been reaching out. I believe Claire Natola is going to make an appearance. Absolutely. There was, there was some hubbub on Facebook today, and someone asked if she was going to throw the first pitch. I think that if Claire Natola shows up, she
0: gets to throw a first pitch. Wow. Sweet. And maybe, maybe Roxy can warm her up. Oh,
2: Maybe. instead, of Chuck, time, instead of Chuck this Very time. Instead Chuck this time. Very clever, Roxy. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. We're pretty fast and loose with our first pitches. So, yes, that can <laughs>
0: happen, too. Awesome.
1: <laughs> that sounds great. So, now, let's get into, I mean, we don't normally do this, but since we have you, we have to. There's, We definitely have Mets fans on our thing. How's the team look?
2: We don't know. That's the beautiful part about uh, minor league baseball. So, you know, right now, everything is spring training, and they'll see how everybody plays. and they'll decide who's going to make the big league team. And then, you know, then they decide who's going to go to Syracuse. So, Oh, I see. We're lucky right now because the Mets are so good. And, uh, and the chance and and the likelihood that the Mets are so good is good for us because they'll probably start us with the prospects. So there's a good chance that we're going to start the season with Francisco Alvarez, who's the number one prospect in all of baseball. Brett Beatty, Vientos, Mercurio, and we might have a couple of pitchers because they're so strong at pitching at the Mets that a guy like Peterson and Tyler McGill, who would probably normally be major league pitchers, might have to start the season with us and be there in case somebody gets hurt upstairs. Mm -hmm. So we could have major league pitching. We could have all the top prospects. And that could be a good way for us to start the season. So we're really excited about it.
1: Excellent. Well, Jason, thank you so much for popping on your fourth time. Yeah, I feel like this is getting going to be like Saturday Night Live, Roxy. I know. Yeah, right? I, was just, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm like
2: Alec Baldwin. Yes,
1: <laughs> we're gonna get. Who, who was the one that was just on Woody Harrelson? He wanted a jacket because yeah, it was his yeah. fifth appearance. Uh-huh. Man, we'll, we'll work on that. Maybe we'll yep. get some t-shirts for the fifth appearance mm-hmm. or
3: something.
2: And I know that you guys have sent you sent me some swag, and I, I have uh, I believe it's a Tony Beeson piano key yes. that you sent me. And a sticker and some other things, but I've heard about all these swag bags, so you know. Uh, the gift maybe basket. I should get a jacket of some sort. I like right. the idea
1: of a jacket. Right. Excellent.
0: We'll put it in the mail tomorrow. Right.
1: All right. Well, littles. We're except- Forty-four long. Okay. <laughs> September 5th. That's the date. Mark it on your calendar. September 5th. It's a Tuesday night. Now so September so has. It will definitely be a, a night. So we can call it Le Chisery Night, correct?
2: La Night, okay. Part due. I think that's funny, too, because it's like, what was that dumb movie that was Part
1: Deux? Isn't that Naked? No, not, is it Naked Gun? No. Uh, hot Shots or something like oh, that? Oh, Hot Shots. Yeah, Part Deux. Uh. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something dumb. Charlie so, Sheen, we'll, right?
2: We'll a, with a bunch of dumb stuff, you know. <laughs> I don't know, is Chatter still going to be the official sponsor of it? Well, or I, is
1: You know what would be funny, I think, is if you could somehow finagle Alley Cat to be the sponsor. A hundred percent, right? The, so, you know, the that's, the, that's the new Chatter, so I just think that would I be I figure funny.
2: between now and then, there'll be enough show fodder that we'll have a bunch of old stuff and some right. new stuff and some
1: right. games. And yeah, yeah. ice cream could
2: oh, be involved. You know. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure out. So we got, the good thing is we know about it. We've got plenty of time. You know, we're going to work our buns off. We'll keep throwing it out there. Yep. Every so often, we'll make sure people know about it and uh, encourage them to get their plans ahead. Yep. You know, so. Yep. So yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Chuck throws the first pitch. Roxy Whoa. catches it. Or ah. Roxy throws the first well, pitch. Well, we don't want to take Chuck that from Claire. It. I mean, you know, if you have Claire locked in, I mean, you could we do multiple, multiple there, right?
2: first pitches. We yeah. can do a thousand of them. Okay. That's
1: just- <laughs> do a raffle
2: we'll since we're trying to raise money, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, you could do that.
0: Yeah. Yep. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure yep. it out. It's going to be great. But oh, just... I'm
2: about to get 5,000 text messages and Facebook messages from Littles with ideas. So I think that we'll have plenty of ideas. Right. Exactly. You. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but thank you for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast again. Again. For making the official announcement. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon.
2: It is my pleasure. You guys are the best. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Take care, Jason. Roxy, how much fun is that?
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know. We have
1: to make this work. Yes. Somehow. Uh-huh. We have to make it work.
0: Second annual.
1: Second annual.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. All right. One more thing before we meet the littles, Roxy. Huge thank you, this yeah. episode. Mr. Ed Lockett, episode definitely TBD. Hi, Ed. Has not come on yet, but became a supporter of the podcast, Roxy. Amazing. How sweet is that? Amazing. So, thank you so much, Ed. We really appreciate it. He went to our website.
0: Well, at littlespod.com. Scroll to
1: the bottom, saw the anchor link, clicked on it, brought them to the anchor webpage, and all the information's there. If you too would like to become a supporter of the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. You can do it for as little as 99 cents a month. Yep. 99 cents a month. Mm -hmm. That's it. So thank you, Ed Lockett. We really look forward to meeting you.
0: Yes, we do. All
1: right. As we said, jam packed. Let's get to it. We'll be right back with
0: Meet the Little.
1: This is Dave Specter from Bell's Up Winery. While our hosts take a quick break, wouldn't it be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir? I mean, Chuck and Roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now, so why shouldn't you? Okay, now
2: back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
4: I decided to live forever or die trying. As long as I'd hold you in my arms, close you'd stay. And as long as the jukebox plays a sad song for my sorrows, I'd keep you near me for at least another day. We'd walk. Little. How great is this? We are being played
1: in by Dante Mazzetti, and this song is called I Decided to Live Forever. Now, you can find all his stuff on Bandcamp, iTunes, Spotify, all the places you upload your music from, but the best place to find all his stuff is just go over to his website, DanteMazzetti.com. That is D-A-N-T-E-M-A-Z-Z-E-T-T-I, DanteMazzetti.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, I Decided to Live Forever, at the end of the podcast.
4: They decided to chase me forever or die trying As long as there's an inch of the highway I may be They'll follow through the blazing sun Through the dustings of the mornings Thrashed up from the fallen winds From the mountains by the bay
1: All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to...
0: Meet the Littles. And Roxy. Chuck.
1: Another fun one, a, someone who's well-known, I think, on the big show. Yeah? So let's get right into it. Please welcome to the podcast, Andy Shayner. Hey, Andy, how's it going? Hi, doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, our pleasure. Now, we say that because we were just kind of talking off air, and we were saying how Tony used to pronounce your name wrong, so you got around that now. And <laughs> what did you say? You spelled it phonetically, right?
3: Yeah, it looks like Schoner and yeah, so I just started putting phonetically in the emails just to, to give them a heads up. I yeah. think
4: right, right. Nice. And, and
1: I do the same thing. I yeah. think a lot of people have started doing that. Yeah. It's funny, when I was talking to Tony Beeson one time off air, he, he thought he came up with the concept of how to get the email read. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> And I said the same thing to him. I was like, oh, my God, I do that, too. Not the phonetic thing. There was something else, mm-hmm. but we're not going to.
3: Yeah, I, but I think the screening criteria is different for Nigel than it is for Michael. Sure. I, I noticed subtle differences in which emails they choose, depending on who's doing
1: the screening that day, I think. Now, mm-hmm. see, I haven't even gotten that far. I just know it's like if it was Tony, it would be a totally different screening process yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, mainly, and I
3: I play the game of how, what do you put in the subject line?
1: Ah, yeah. Ah. yeah see, anyway. I think they're screwing with us. We're all going into this like this, <laughs> this mental thing, like, like
4: how analysis. can we get our email read?
1: Right, you know. I don't know. That's funny. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point though, because that's the first thing they're going to see.
3: I drastically overthink it, but then yeah, no, that's what the, I mean. Yeah, the timing of when are they going to get it? When? Have, when am I going to send it? When am I listening? Yeah, I've, I'm obsessed about this. Probably too
1: much. <laughs> That's true because I also thought about that. I'm like, I love that we haven't even met him yet, and we're going, we're analyzing the, the emails on the big show. But no, yeah. like, what time do you send it? Do you send it in the middle of the night right. so it's there when they get there in the morning, or mm-hmm. do you do they have all that ready to go before they go to bed at night? You know, like, is that all set yeah. up?
0: Yeah, and see my. Oh, and first I'm in
3: my car and I'm listening to the show and drafting a tremendous email and then completely forget about it and right. forget to send yep. it in. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. There's also that. I mean,
0: my first email, I was trying to get Chuck a a happy birthday shout out and I wrote it not knowing anything. So it was very bland. Like, please wish my boyfriend a happy birthday. And then I got nervous. So I showed it to Chuck before. So he knew it was maybe coming and he completely edited it. I looked
1: at it. I go, do you really want this red? And she was like, of course I want it. I said, let me, let me have it. Let me, make some changes here. So when
0: it actually came time for it to be read, it got read and I was more excited about Chuck's birthday shout out than Chuck was about his own birthday (laughs) shout out. So
1: (laughs) anyway, Andy, let's, before this completely gets away from us here, let's get into you. Let's meet you. Take us back. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there.
3: Yeah, sure. So my name is uh, Andy Shaner. I, uh, born and raised in Wisconsin. I'm a cheesehead, big 10 guy, went to university of Wisconsin, uh, I did do uh, live abroad for a couple of years in Texas, in the Dallas area. I would say it was like a foreign country, but found my way back here. Uh, <laughs> so I work in marketing. I'm a product manager for a tool company. Uh, nothing particularly interesting there, but uh, I've got wife, two kids, and a dog. We live in some prairie suburb just outside of Madison. So I've, I've always kind of stuck around the Madison area. I really love it here. And yeah, I've been listening to Tony since
1: 2001. Okay, now I'm... He filled out the form, Littles, and I'm looking at some of these things. Sorry, Lee Gordon. But so I'm looking at some of these things. And so, have you always been in Wisconsin?
3: Yeah. So, I was born in Wausau, just two hours north of Madison, kind of the middle, north central Wisconsin. Yeah. Just not near much of anything. You're like two hours from Madison, three hours from Milwaukee, four hours from Chicago, three hours from Minneapolis. So, going to a concert or a sporting event was, it was, it was very kind of suburban growing up, but not anywhere near any sort of big city to take advantage of a lot of that right. kind of stuff.
1: Okay, but interestingly enough, I'm, you know, I'm reading on the forum. Why don't we actually, let's get into your Tony fandom. Now, you said you've been sure. listening since 2001, but yep. how did you become a little and all that stuff?
3: Yeah, so I, I started a job out of college, kind of a entry-level, data entry, mindless kind of job, and needed something to fill my time. This was sort of pre-podcast era, obviously, in uh, 2001, and Got on ESPN streaming radio, and it was just easier to plug headphones into my computer than to have a radio at my desk, and found this internet show, which to this day I maintain is one of the most interesting, fascinating pieces of entertainment or content that anyone's ever created, and the folks that remember the internet show, was it was just fantastic.
1: <laughs> I've heard clips. I wasn't a listener back then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've definitely gotten sent some clips uh, from Bill LaHecca <laughs> and other people just, right. just to get a little taste. Now, this is back in the day. Nick, you said you were featured on a previously on the Tony Kornheiser show that used to be listeners. Yes,
3: I was. So believe it or not, they took calls. Uh, people will remember Charlie Steiner, you oh, yeah. know, band, band on the Tony Kornheiser show. How you doing? <laughs> yep. So everybody knew, knew that. So, yeah, they did take calls. And then the previously on segment that they still have at the beginning of every show, ESPN would run that during off times or all through the day to promote the show. And you would just be, as a 30-second promo, listening to ESPN in the evening, you would hear previously on the Tony Kornheiser show, and then they'd wrap up with weekdays at 9 a.m. or whatever whatever it was on. I did not know that. Yeah, so one of my brushes with greatness on the show was... (laughs) there was a movie that ESPN, I think it was the first movie that ESPN got into before they did 30 for 30. It was a fictionalized version of well, or a a dramatized version of the John Feinstein book season on the brink about Bobby Knight. And so it was, it was Feinstein's book. And then ESPN was making a TV movie out of this book, sort of the Bobby Knight story. And I believe he's no longer with us. Brian Dennehy, the right. actor. So he was cast as Bobby Knight, the late, great Brian Dennehy. People remember him as Tommy Boy's dad uh, in, in Tommy Boy. Right. And there was a lot of controversy and discussion about the casting of that, whether he was properly cast as Bobby Knight. And so as one of their segments, that as things kind of evolved, they decided they should have people call in and suggest other alternative actors. And so I called in and did a Christopher Walken impression as Bobby Knight. Oh. <laughs> and I can't even, I was trying to think if I could even remember what they said, but it was like a clip from the preview that I did as Christopher Walken and that just tickled them and they thought it was hilarious and it ended up becoming a promo. And I would have random people saying, I heard you doing Christopher Walken on ESPN radio uh, and that ran for a few months as like a promo ad. So that was kind of an exciting peak of in, in the early days. Oh, yeah. Call, you know, to be able to call in and then have it run multiple times was
1: pretty cool. That's now it's so great. hilarious how you're describing him to our audience as Tommy Boy's father, <laughs> um, because that's probably the only way they would know. I mean, they're going to know who he is. I yeah. saw that. I thought he was great. I thought he was a great choice for that to play Bobby Knight. I mean, who else? There's not that yeah, many other know, people
3: he was a great actor and I think he did a fine job with the, sh- this may have even been before the movie came out and people were just sort of oh,
2: questioning. Maybe.
3: He's probably taller, like just a, like bigger, I think of Bobby Knight as sort of yeah. s- smaller in stature, but mm-hmm. I, I th- it's one of those things that's good radio fodder and ESPN was probably telling all their shows at the time hey, talk up this movie we have coming out because sure, sure. not actually produce the movie. Right, And in, in Tony's sort of, in true Tony fashion, he tried to find an angle that was also critical but promoted it at the same time. Yeah.
1: You know? I mean, side note, he's another one of those actors that I was angry at myself. The audience knows we're more musicals people than yeah. like straight theater. and But he, I don't, I can't, it, it was either Death of a Salesman or like 12 Angry Men. One of those he did on Broadway here. And I'm to this day, I'm just so angry that I didn't go see it just yeah. to see him perform live. Such a great actor, yeah. And right.
0: just so the littles don't have to write in, he did pass away. In oh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yep. yeah.
3: Yep. So yeah, late great Brian Dennehy. Right. Yep. He's got a terrific actor and has a probably a much more impressive body of work than just Tommy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I also love Tommy
1: Boy. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. Okay, now I guess you said kind of claim to fame sort of thing. Now I don't know, you have some other stuff here. You actually got to go to the podcast studio when it was over on Rockville, right?
3: Yeah. I did. And that was and I, I don't even remember, you know, where I got the chutzpah to even attempt that. But I mean I think I you they look, they've always been such a so open and welcoming to the Littles community. And I I guess they would make reference from time to time of sometimes littles, sometimes mediums. They always had this rotating Mm -hmm. sort of cast of guests, but that people would occasionally sit in. And I think I just, that's kind of the way I am. I just called the radio station and I knew the Stern Nigel business and got an email address from Mark Stern and mentioned I was coming to town for work. And would you mind if I sat in? And this was at the old Rockville Pike studio. I actually tried to do it once. And then there was a snowstorm that turned out to underperform. It was not much of a snowstorm, but they <laughs> shockingly canceled the show um, that morning because Tony was terrified about driving and sure. uh, potential snow, conversational snow. So I, I ended up having to cancel that time, but I was able to come back the second time. I brought steak sandwiches from Morton's in for breakfast at <laughs> 8 a.m., uh, which they still seem to appreciate. Wendy Rieger was there that day. Wow. So that was tremendous. Nice. Kevin came in and did the news. And it was that, that was really cool to just in his tight, crammed little studio. Yeah. But they were so nice and welcoming to just have me there and hang out and watch. So
1: those are the days, I bet. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, you could never do that now. And no. I'm not even talking COVID. I mean, he'd have to sell like tickets. I right. mean, I know that sounds probably insane, especially to probably. him. Yeah, But I guarantee you, I mean, they could do that. They could sell tickets mm-hmm. to come watch, sit at Uncle Benny's table or sit in the corner. And <laughs> yeah, and then they could give the money to charity. I, I don't know. I'm telling yeah. you, it would happen. Yeah, I think yeah people, And that
3: is sort of some of the sad part about Tony's fear of COVID is, yeah. I, you know, he did those shows at a couple of live shows where there's that energy. And it would be great for him to be able to do that again. But right. I don't yeah. know if it's going to happen.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe someday, but probably not for a while. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. sad. All right. Well, listen, Andy, you can't go anywhere. We've got a lot more to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with...
0: Meet the Littles.
1: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And, Roxy, we are lucky enough to have Andy Shainer with us. Yes. Okay. Lots more to get into. But one thing we normally do, which I'm surprised Roxy hasn't waved me down here. Uh, You forgot something. One thing we always like to do, I think it's kind of a no-brainer, but maybe not. Let's go into your fandom. What's your favorite sport and your favorite teams, things like that?
3: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, we've talked Wisconsin, born and bred, Packers, Brewers, Bucks. I think I still, baseball was, I never played baseball growing up, but just my personality. And I, I just love sort of the the rhythm of the game and, and baseball in particular the summers in Wisconsin and the Midwest are particularly special time. And so I love them for different reasons, but I, I put the Brewers probably one notch ahead of the Packers, the Packers. It's just sort of an expectation. Yeah. Right. You know, it's in your blood. Like you can't not be a Packer fan in Wisconsin, I suppose you can, but it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. The Brewer, and, and they've been great, and the legacy and title Town and all that. Brewers, you have to work a little harder to be a fan, I think. And I actually grew up as more of a Cubs fan when I was a young kid. I had family in the Chicago area. Oh. And, and WGN, because you could watch games Yeah, WGN when I was a kid. Yeah. And then that sort of evolved as I sort of evolved my baseball fandom uh, more locally to the Brewers, but I certainly I always understand when Wilbon talks about the sort of rivalries between you know in the region and different loyalties and how that all sort of evolves and goes. That's one of the things I really enjoy about Wilbon's appearances is the sort of understanding of those Midwest sensibilities. Yeah,
1: sure, yep, absolutely. So
3: yeah, um, so yeah I think the Buck. You know, I'm not as big an NBA fan, but then certainly the Wisconsin Badgers. We've got a new football coach. This year, who's been doing a hell of a job recruiting? So that's really exciting, uh, and yeah, the Badger sports I follow. Um, the volleyball team is really good. The women's hockey team is really good. So, hmm. uh, you know, kind of getting into the that as an alum, always, you know, they're they're huge around Madison too. Yeah,
0: so. nice. Yep.
1: Oh, well, that's great. Now let's get into last thing on your form met Howard Feynman at a Colgate American basketball game. <laughs> I did. I have a feeling there's a story here because you've already met most of the other bigs at the studio. So
3: Yeah. So mo- one I, I think it may have even been on that s- one of those same trips where I tried to get to the studio or to chatter, but yeah, it was a, there was a, like a Patriot league tournament game at American university and I was in town for work and what are you going to do other than see what's going on? And here's American playing Colgate. I had forgotten at the time that Howard was a Colgate alum. So I was going to American just on loyalty to David Aldridge
1: right.
3: <laughs> um, and the American university. So yeah, I had nothing to do there. It's a tiny gym on American campus and who's in line in front of me at the concession stand. But I'm like, I think that's Howard Feynman. And that was pre Lachiserie days. So I just walked up and said, I'm a little, but uh, he said, Oh, are you here? Are you Colgate alum? Or are you here supporting Colgate? And I said, no, I, Got to represent for American, David Aldridge. And he kind of gave me a dirty look a little bit <laughs> because I just had totally forgotten he was Colgate alum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I sat down, you know, amongst the tens of people that were at that game, but he's over <laughs> on the other side rooting for Colgate, and I kind of just felt kind of sheepish, and oh, I screwed that up.
1: Yeah, right. Uh,
3: but but he was very nice and kind, and, uh, and yeah, so that was cool. And just one of those things I never would have done other than having listened to Tony's show, but it was a random Thursday night, and why not go see American and Colgate? It was cool.
1: I mean, I mean, it was just Binghamton that would have made yeah. it even better. But other than right, that, exactly. Right. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's great. And It's always nice to hear. We so, got to get him on the podcast too, Roxy. Yeah, he'd be a great, uh-huh. great interview. And so now the littles out there, they're we're now well into the interview, and they're sitting there saying, like, "Gosh, this Andy guy, he's just so well spoken." This this (laughs) sounds great. Like, what's the deal? So let's get to the final thing we have here on the form. Sure. I'm just going to read it. It says, I also do my own local radio show and podcast. So hopefully I don't sound like just some rum-dum on the microphone. Now... (laughs) <laughs> that you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get to cool Aunt Claire about because right. she is the official she'll rum of the Tony Kornheiser mm-hmm. show. Okay, good. So she'll have to let you know. I'm sure she'll listen to this episode. So let's go into that. How did that all start? Was this something that you started like in college or something, or just
3: uh, no? Um, I actually, it's maybe the interest in it started in college. I was a journalism major at Madison, actually journalism and history, gotcha. and then there was an advertising sort of PR track within the journalism school. So I, I ended up kind of going more down the marketing path for my my professional life. But I always, I wrote for the school paper. I had an interest in being a sports writer, even before I listened to Tony. And then I actually worked at a a newspaper in their sort of advertising graphic design department in high school. And I'd be leaving. I was, I kind of worked second shift working on some of the ad changes that came in overnight. And I'd be leaving at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And there were the sports writers waiting for the West coast scores to come in. They were always the last people to leave before the daily edition. And I think I just realized that it was going to be correctly a life of long hours, working holidays, and just was not, I was more interested in more of like an eight to five kind of family. You know, that's how my my dad was. So I, I never ended up pursuing that sort of passion, but yeah, as I got a little bit older, we have in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, a very strong media center which is public access TV and radio, but I think we do in, you know, it's this little town of about 50,000 people north, you know, outside of Madison and they really do a nice job. It's well staffed. It's run by the city and they're very supportive of anybody that wants to do things. And so I had an idea to start a podcast because of local news being, you know, we have a local paper here, but it's, it's not great. And just the idea of people wanting, still wanting to get local news, but getting it in different ways. And why not start a local podcast, just focused on, you know, what's going on in our town? Uh, it's called What Are We Building. If anyone has any interest in what's being developed and growing and being constructed in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, we're on Spotify, and actually, Anchor is a I host it there as well. And so I interview, you know, city council members and people from the planning commission and that kind of stuff. It's fun. It keeps me connected. It keeps me interested. I think my focus has shifted as national politics has gotten a little more polarized and depressing. Focusing on your own community and what's going on locally sure. is a little better. So I do that. I did that for a while. And then the guy who runs the media center say, hey, you ever thought about doing a TV show? So I started doing a TV show, actually patterned on... PTI we have a countdown we do five minutes per topic we have a timer and essentially I've started creating a local media personality modeled on Tony Kornheiser this was not oh, on the form no a lot of this stems <laughs> from so yeah I mean I, I think that and it's stuff I'm interested in anyway and gives me a creative outlet sure and uh, you guys know this it's fun to talk to people it yeah. kind of gives you kind of gives you some energy and fills you up and gives you
1: something to do so it's cool now, that must take up a lot of your time, because how often do you do the podcast?
3: So I was doing it every other week, and then I got, i as you guys know, you can kind of produce it as much or as little as you need to, and I was really like nitpicking over every um and ah and trying yeah. to edit it and do all this stuff, and it, it got to be time consuming. I took a break from it last year because I got a new job, I was traveling more, and I just started it back up again, so it's an hour, but it's only once a month, okay. so... Uh, and I'm not obsessing about the production. I'm kind of treating it more as a a live show. Right. And, and yeah, so I I do that monthly now, and then I do the the TV show monthly as well. And it, but I have to book the guests and schedule the studio time and all that stuff. And it it's time consuming, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. What are you talking
2: sounds about? Familiar. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> it's crazy how much time it takes. Mm-hmm. And then let's not forget about you know emails and social media presence and all this other right. stuff you have to kind of get out yep. there.
3: I have to post it and promote oh. it and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I've actually
1: so. said that. It's so funny. When I hit, like, post, and then you just take that deep breath, you're like, ah, it's out there. Yeah. Okay. Now I, and then you're like, now I can relax. And you're like, oh, crap. No, I can't. <laughs> because now I have to... Post it on Twitter and post it on Facebook Update and post the it website. the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All this right. other stuff that goes along with it. That doesn't have to be your immediately, mental, but you know,
3: manage your mental health around idiots on Facebook, making comments. Yes, right. so Do right. I engage or do I not? And how, you know, it's, it's a whole
1: thing. You know, luckily but, I, I will say this knock on wood. I'm, I'm knocking on cool on Claire's table as you hear, but now I just think it's cause we're not that big yet. And uh, you know, <laughs> we don't have, that issue like Tony does. Although I don't think, you know, they don't even probably read those comments. I mean, some they might, right. but most, of, I, I'll have to say our social media presence has been pretty, pretty
0: positive pretty
1: positive mm-hmm. and fun, you yeah. know, so yeah. that that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I think
3: that's, a, I think, and that was part of the idea I had and it's genius is that the more guests you have, the more listeners you have. Yeah. So right. just have as many guests as you can and you'll build your audience.
4: Yeah. yeah
0: I right. do have to say in the beginning, some, because I don't know any, I didn't know any better when I would read some of the comments and you know, of course they're smart and funny, um, but I would be like, do they hate us?
1: Well, because a lot <laughs> of people were saying it really stinks. Right. They're like, right. It, it really stinks.
0: I'm like, really? Are we that bad?
1: <laughs> I had to explain to her. I'm like, no, 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 that's no, that's, a, that's an, like giving that's, us the finger. It's right. okay. Uh, right. I
0: yeah. Think it, yeah as, as anybody
4: who
3: does anything creative will tell you if it, it only takes one. Right. For you to sort of obsess about. Sure. And, and yep. then, yeah, you wrap in the sarcasm piece that the littles are known for. and It right. makes a
0: Oh. I've definitely learned over the two <laughs> years. so It's part yeah. of the process. Part exactly. Of the process.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Andy, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on and meet the Littles. Now, I know you're new to our podcast, but we have some fun, dumb questions. We can't let you get away without answering first.
3: All right. I will do my best.
1: All right.
0: Okay. What fictional character do you wish you could meet?
1: Oh, I was, I think,
3: I. I it's a little cliche, but. I, you know, I, was, I was a big catcher in the rye. I would read Catcher in the Rye mm. in high school almost every year. And so Holden Caulfield comes to mind. But I, I, my relationship with that book sort of evolved. And I think I would have some advice for the young man more than oh, I yeah. would have identified with him at the time. Right, so, right. Um, cool. Yeah, that's, he'd, he'd be an interesting one to talk to.
1: Excellent. All right. If you could live in any TV or movie home, what would it be?
3: Oh, I actually did hear a show where you you asked this of someone else, so I was thinking about this because I wasn't sure if you asked the same questions every time. But my answer was the, like the original 1989 Michael Keaton Batman, the oh. Wayne Manor and the Batcave. I mean, I'd take either one,
1: right. but
3: if you get a two for that, um, <laughs> that was good. The other thing that came to mind was the Father of the Bride house.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Where is that's that a, located? Is that outside Chicago too?
3: It's gotta be. I mean, I, I don't think that was a John Hughes movie that may have been mm. a Nancy Myers movie, which all her houses are amazing, yeah. but, but yeah, some, I think someone mentioned the home alone house. Yes. I was yeah. just saying, it reminds
1: me of the home alone house. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: Very similar. Yeah. So that
1: would have been funny if it was the same, but world. I'm going to stick
3: with, I'm going to stick with Wayne Manor. That's yeah.
1: nice. a way to go.
0: All right. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete?
3: Ah, so I think, Golf, they play golf in the Olympics, right? Actually, famously, someone in Brazil yelled the cheesery at at golf, right? Right.
0: I think so, yeah. Was that the
1: Olympics? Yeah, maybe.
3: Yeah. I think it was the Olympics in Brazil that happened. So, actually, you could add this to your dumb question list. My mom asked me once, is there anything that you could do every day and not get sick of? And my answer was, I would like to find out if I could play golf every day and get sick of it. I I would like to find that out. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So, golf, not... A classic Olympic sport, but I would love to be really good at golf, like Uh Olympic level. I think in more of a traditional sport, I think being able to pole vault would be so cool. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be good. All right. I think, Roxy, we've been getting a little too serious with these. So if you could (laughs) shoot one condiment out of your finger, what would it be?
3: Oh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Good answer.
1: What kind of mayonnaise? Where where are we going? we going Dukes? we going Hellman's? we going Miracle Whip?
3: we're going Hel- hellman's oh. i used to be a miracle i used to eat miracle Whip sandwiches as a kid not because we were poor just because that i, I think oh. i was a very picky, picky kid i used to flip-flop between craft and hellman's whatever was on sale but now i've I, I think i've done well enough i can afford the hellman's whenever it comes out duke's sponsored the badgers were in the duke's mail bowl one oh, year oh right the football team and i went up to a guy at the grocery store like there's no Duke's Mayo. This seems like a missed opportunity in the <laughs> Madison area. Guy looked at me like I was, had an arm coming out of my forehead. He had no idea who Duke's Mayo was or the Duke's Mayo Bowl, what I was talking about.
1: Well, he must but, have thought it was probably like the Dukes from Trading Places, maybe. maybe I, I don't right. know. Dukes
3: of Hazard. <laughs> yeah, right. right <laughs> there's another we, one. We, I don't think we can get Duke's Mayo in Wisconsin. Now, Andy,
1: so. I, we don't have time to go into this, but I used to do the same thing. I used to treat mayo like it was butter, and i just put it on a slice of bread and eat it.
3: Ew. Yeah. Well, yeah. in Wisconsin, a grilled cheese is a... Yeah, a, well, yeah. We've had this debate. Yeah, yeah. Michael's a big fan of mayo and grilled cheese. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I also would take... This is way TMI. I'd take a slice of bologna, put mayo on that, roll it up, and just eat it... Oh, yeah. You know, sure. like that, without the bread. i do okay, that with right. mustard. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Big, big fan of mail. All
1: right. One more Roxy.
0: Okay. This is, I, I just came up with this question. Oh,
1: new question. And
0: hopefully you so. like this. Is it fun and dumb? I hope. I hope so. Okay. What is your go-to and or favorite pizza topping? Okay.
1: As long as he doesn't so, say pineapple, I'm good with it. No.
3: This actually is kind of an interesting, cute, romantic story is there's a local pizza place in Wassa called Sam's pizza plug for Sam's best pizza in wassa If you're ever there, but my parents, they always order sausage, mushroom, onion, double cheese. And that's always, they went to high school there. They were high school sweethearts. They've always ordered that pizza to this day. It's still their favorite pizza. They actually have a framed pizza box in our house that says sausage, mushroom, onion, double cheese Stop from it. Sam's Pizza. Aww. So if I've got to go one topping, I'd probably just get sausage, but I, it, it's genetic. I'm sausage, mushroom, and onion is my go to. Nice. Yeah. Well, well,
1: I'd like to say story. we should just end with that, but we got to do some rapid fire, Roxy, real quick. Okay.
0: C- okay. Coke or Pepsi?
1: Coke. All right. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars.
0: Smooth or crunchy peanut butter?
1: Crunchy. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny?
3: Never not funny. All right,
1: let's <laughs> <I'll laughs> end with that. <laughs> All right. That <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, thanks again for taking the time to come on and meet the Littles. Now take a second, plug everything, and tell everyone how they can get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with.
3: Yeah. So I'm on, I mean, I guess I'm on Facebook. You probably mentioned friend me or, or mention me that way. My podcast is called What Are We Building? If you have any interest in, if you're, I, there are some local Wisconsin Oh, movies. yeah.
1: We have quite a few Wisconsin it, listeners. Sure. hmm
3: Yeah, so it's on Spotify. I've done 50-some episodes now, kind of going back a few years ago. All the past episodes are on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, I believe. And um, Roundabout Sun Prairie is my TV show if anyone happens to be in the Sun Prairie area and wants to watch that. Uh, Otherwise, you can hear my... Emails occasionally on uh, the Tony Kornheiser show.
1: Absolutely. seems like more than occasionally, but (laughs) we love it. So that's how I kind of hunted you down. So this is great. Well, thanks again for taking the time. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
3: Oh, always over. Always over. I I can't understand (laughs) how there's a debate. (laughs) Chuck Todd can suck it.
1: (laughs) That's excellent. Awesome. All right. Thanks again, Andy. We really appreciate the time.
3: All right,
1: thanks, guys. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll
0: be right back.
1: Chuck Todd is never coming on this podcast.
3: Hi, I'm Grant Garraway, and
2: you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the Lloyd Littles Podcast, and thank you, Andy Shaner, for coming on to...
0: Meet the Littles! <laughs> I mean,
1: so much fun. Great stories, as always. Always. So we've had some pretty big announcements to start. Mm-hmm. Do you think we can even top that?
0: I think we could. I mean, we could try.
1: I don't know. I shouldn't have said it that way, because, you know, <laughs> l- Cheeserie night is pretty freaking Littles, huge. Littles, your and...
0: standards need to be very yeah. low. <laughs> right. The bar is low. <laughs> well... We haven't done a
1: contest in a long time.
0: No, we haven't. We're like,
1: we have to. So we're going to double down. We're going to get you ready for the NCAA tournament contest for the Loyal Littles Podcast Bracket Challenge. Yes. Now that's not here yet. No. That's coming up though. So we're going to get you a little warm. We're going to give you a one and done event. Okay. (laughs) So how about a Loyal Littles Pod Oscar contest? Or is it Oscars?
0: Chuck, I don't know. Loyal Littles
1: Pod Oscar contest contest or oscars contest
0: I think it's oscars contest but I no thought, apostrophe but Oh okay because it's not oscars contest okay, we're getting it's too much our into it. contest about the oscars Little's what you
1: need to know <laughs> <laughs> is go to our website
0: loyallittlespod.com Now
1: at the top of the screen There's a new tab There's a new tab are those called tabs? They're I called think tabs, so. right? Okay. So it says, you know, there's tabs that say guest book. FAQ. Free, FAQ, home, whatever.
0: Contact us. Don't forget to do that.
1: Absolutely. Now there's a new one that says 2023 Oscars ballot. Yes. So what you're going to do is you're going to click on that tab. I think that's what we're calling them. Yep. It'll bring you to a new page and you will see another button that says.
0: Ballot here.
1: Ballot here. Click, click on, on that. It. It will bring you to our official entry form for the Oscars contest.
0: Challenge. Challenge.
1: Oh, excuse me. Challenge. Everything
0: we do here is a challenge.
1: (laughs) Sure is. (laughs) (laughs) So you fill that out and you'll submit it. Make sure you submit it. You have to answer all of them.
0: Don't be daunted by how long it is. It's not our fault. It's the Oscars fault. Yeah, it's the
1: Oscars fault. But make sure you also, there's a tiebreaker at the end about the running time of the actual event, stuff like that. Fill it out. I mean, it's worth your time because you know there's going to be a, a mediocre prize on the other end of this. Totally. So we'll hook you up. You know, I, I should stop saying that because some of our prizes, we're getting some things from some littles that I just can't call mediocre anymore. I mean, there's some good stuff. So Get I, excited. You know, I mean, there's, some, t- there's some Tony Kornheiser stuff mm-hmm. that you would have to go on the website and order yourself. Well, now maybe you'll win something. So I really shouldn't say mediocre, but... We know most of the prizes are mediocre, so. All right, Roxy, let's get to some of our emails, shall we? All
0: right. Ooh, what's that?
1: I don't know. Roxy, I thought we'd have a little mood music for the uh, emails. Oh, here. I
0: like it. All right, here
1: we go. Now, we know something else is coming up, too, but we'll wait till the end of this. Okay, it says, hey, Chuck, someone from the Atlanta Braves, you mean the greatest player of all time? Come on, man. Way to undersell it. Henry freaking Aaron and Bart Starr? P.S., Creed is a branch off of the Rocky franchise, a franchise, if you will. <laughs> Steve Osboll, <laughs> episode two. Now, the Littles have spoken, Roxy. Uh-huh. The Littles have spoken. Now, this gets a little confusing because we had some things. I posted a poll. I did some things. We got some emails. So that's one on our my side, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I would say. franchise I like that. A
0: franchise. A
1: franchise. Okay, but then we heard from Libby Schnabel I we, no episode. Come on
0: the show and come you, on we'll, the show. We'll, we'll get it right.
1: Well, whoever they are, they were very specific and said Creed should absolutely be a Rocky movie. Yeah. Wait, you were on that side. What are you was talking I? about? Oh my gosh! And that
0: was a franchise.
1: Well, that's what we just figured out. But you originally, <laughs> from the last episode, you were like, "Oh, it's absolutely part of the Rocky franchise."
0: Chuck my brain.
1: Then we heard from Dan Kilday, episode two twelve. One, Sly was nominated for an Oscar for his role in the first Creed movie. What character did he play again? I guess. I didn't Rocky? see it. I guess he played Rocky. I have to see these. I wanted to see them when they came out. I just didn't get around to it. I definitely want to see them. So I'm assuming he plays Rocky Balboa. I assume. Okay. That still doesn't make it part of the Rocky franchise, though, in my opinion. But anyway, he's then he goes number two. Mr. Tony made an appearance in Creed. So if we want to tie Grandpa to the Rocky universe, the choice is clear here.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I think this is a very the lead moment, at least for Rocky. Well, for here. you, yeah, yeah. I will watch the movie just for Mr. Oh, Tommy. okay.
1: Well we have to yeah, I definitely want to see those movies, and Creed Three just was released.
0: I won't watch any of the so others. This is what I'll I'm just saying. Watch that one. <laughs> this is
1: exactly what I'm saying. I mean, it's got its own identity. It's Creed One, Creed Two, Creed Three.
0: Okay, right, but I remember what I said. But it's based off of. Because didn't Rocky fight Creed? Yes. In the Rocky movies? Yes. So, yeah, it's a branch off. It's like. It's taking, a franchise. It's like taking Happy I Days and Laverne and Shirley. You know, like Laverne and Shirley came after Happy Days, but they appeared on Happy but, Days and people thought they were great characters, so they created. Yeah, so that's a spinoff. A, it's a, right. It's a. Yes, okay, it's a branch so. off of.
1: Okay. A franchise,
0: a spinoff, same type of concept.
1: Okay, well, funny you would say that, because we also heard from Greg Sharmita, episode 154. Mm-hmm. He says, I consider it more a spinoff, like Frasier was a spinoff of Cheers. If Sam went to Seattle and met up with Frasier, it wouldn't count in the number of Cheers episodes. Right. Thank you. Right. That's exactly my point. Well, that's
0: what I was saying about the happy days in Laverne and Shirley.
1: Right, exactly. Now, we also heard from Brendan in Jersey, and he's a big movie guy, so I kinda and of respect his opinion, but he says if Rocky five is a Rocky movie, then Creed Three might as well be two, but I don't get that. I mean Rocky Five has Rocky in it. It's I know there's no big fight, I believe that's the one where it's the fist fight. Mm-hmm. But still, it's mm-hmm. still in the Rocky genre. It's in the Rocky movies. It's I, I don't know. I don't know what he's kinda saying there. But thank you, Brendan New Jersey, episode eighty seven. And that brings us to our poll. So in all fairness, I said the littles will speak, the littles have spoken. It's kind of basically a tie. Okay. But I mean, in all fairness, that the yeses did, I think it was one more vote. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty even. It was 53% to 47% uh, that said it should be a Rocky, it should equal Rocky 7. Well, then I I still don't get it. I I would love more information on this. Then why didn't they call it Rocky 7 instead of Creed 1? And then why isn't it Rocky Eight instead of Creed Two? Right. I mean, I think they think it's its own franchise. Yeah,
0: I think I keep flip flopping on my. Yeah, I
1: mean, the more <laughs> I went to like sleep on it, mm-hmm. and I, if they didn't call it Rocky Seven, why should we? I guess right. is my point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now I guess Rocky Nine's coming out soon. Yes. So huh. anyway, yeah, I think the spinoff was the best way to because Frazier's another good example. You had Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley.
0: Yep. Cheers. And, and actually, I think
1: <laughs> Sam did go on. I know Woody did. And I'm trying to think who else. I think a couple of the other Cheers characters, yeah. obviously Lilith did. Right. And went to Fraser. Right. And were on some episodes here and there. And huh. they certainly didn't consider those Cheers episodes. So no. <laughs> I mean, I know we're talking about a TV show instead of movies. I get it. But I did want to say a quick thank you to all the littles out there in Twitter land who did participate in our little survey I put up. Yeah. So thank that was you. nice. All right, Roxy, enough Rocky talk. What's next?
0: Okay, we heard from Tony Beeson, episode nine. Hello, Chuck and Roxy. I have a thought as regards to your idea for a jingle-themed musical. What if the show had a construct centered on waiting for Godot and waiting for Guffman, except that it would be waiting for Kornheiser? The various littles in the (laughs) performance could all be gathered waiting expectantly for Mr. Tony to show up at their event, Jingle Fest, Summer of Littles, other. While waiting, they pass the time recounting stories of Mr. Tony, sing jingles, etc which comprise the bulk of the show. Like a Ado Guffman, Tony Kornheiser never shows up. In fact, I thought it would be funny or ironic if Mr. Kornheiser had actually stopped by, spoke briefly with a janitor, then made an Irish exit and left early.
1: He means French retreat, but go ahead.
0: Or, whichever. <laughs> The disinterested workman is perplexed and unimpressed by an old, bald, oddly dressed orange man and the crazed littles who seem obsessed with him. Anyway, just thought I would share the idea. Have a great weekend. Your friend, Tony Beeson, Cincinnati, Ohio.
1: Episode nine. Episode nine. Now, here's the thing. There's parts of that that are so in depth that I'm like, that would take a while to do, but this sounds like the perfect like little skit. For like Jingle Fest.
0: Oh, it'd be it so. It really funny. does. But
1: on the other hand, well, because I was going to say, I mean, when people write m- full-blown musicals, Tony, they are trying to make money, and this, your version is a very niche, version. <laughs> you know, like, st- <laughs> well, like as this podcast is. But they haven't uh, done
0: any of those types of movies, like made them into musicals, and they're making every other movie well, into okay. a Broadway musical. So saying. why not this one?
1: Okay, all right. Okay. I don't know. I'm Roxy just wins. That's. <laughs> now this one I love. This Roxy. This is okay. This is the ultimate, this is just what being a little is all about in okay. my opinion. It says Choxie. several weeks back, I read that they were releasing Iron Maiden commemorative stamps in the UK. They're my son Alex's favorite band and I wanted to get them, but don't know anyone there. I posted on the TK page and lo and behold, Loyal Little, Linda Blom, I hope I'm saying that right. No episode number he points out. Linda, what, what up? He says she stepped up, her sister lives there And a few DMs and Venmo later, my son got his stamps. Littles helping littles. It's what it is all about. Shout out to Linda and her sister.
0: That is awesome. It's amazing.
1: P.S. I binged some episodes while driving from Pittsburgh to Ohio University to work a basketball game. Thanks for keeping me company during the rainy drive. Joe Magnew, episode 70. Nice. Joe, anytime. Roxy and Chuck are here for you. Yes. All right. What's next?
0: Next, we heard from Mary Faye Randolph, episode number 10. Dear Chuck and Roxy, What Dan left out of our story was that the day I emailed the big show about Dan's email that night, I fell and broke my leg badly. I was in the hospital for several days following surgery and then in rehab for another what seemed like an eternity. Dan's emails, once our pastor gave him my email address, were bright spots in my recovery. The Kildays are such diligent workers in our church and members of the Sunday school class with the best name ever, Modern Families. We would have met eventually, but it's so special to both his family and me that we met through the TK show. Mary Faye Randolph, episode 10. Oh, that's really That's sweet. really sweet.
1: All right. We're moving on to Kristen LeBlanc, episode 176. I'm going to read this one this time so we don't have to edit anything out. He <laughs> noticed, Roxy. Last time we had Roxy read one of these, oh. we G-rated it a little bit. <laughs> It says, I often get ads on my Facebook for things I've spoke about with friends like camping equipment minutes after talking about going camping at, you know what, Kristen? I'm a little angry at you. Here we go. (laughs) Kijimakujik. He even kind of tried to hyphenate it for me. Okay. Kijimakujik. That's what I'm going to go with. Hmm. I guess they go camping there. Sure. Anyway, now see, this is is what happens, Kristen, when you you do these kind of things. I feel like we had the setup here and now it's just gone. It's gone. So this isn't going to be funny. But anyway, <laughs> he says he then started yelling bikini models into his phone. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. <laughs> well,
0: Watch, I'm the, now going to get bikini models on it still my... still made
1: Roxy laugh, so we got that going <laughs> for us. Okay, Roxy, one more, right? But one and we weren't. I thought we were done with the Rocky stuff. I guess we're not.
0: No, I guess not. Okay. But this one is from Mike Wolf, episode TBD. Chuck and Roxy. So maybe the answer to your Rocky questions is the distinction between what I guess you could call franchises and universes. With a franchise being a set of equals with the same main character, like the James Bond movies or the Rocky movies, and a universe being a group of franchises or standalone movies that have characters that cross over between them, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or what we can call the Rocky Cinematic Universe that includes the Rocky franchise and the Creed franchise so there are six movies in the Rocky franchise and nine movies as of the release of Creed 3 in the Rocky universe oh
1: interesting I'm listening
0: all right Here's a fun fact I came across. One of the seven-o-movie universes is Kevin Smith's View universe. It consists of most of his movies that have several characters in common, including the iconic Jay and Silent Bob. It turns out that Jay and Silent Bob also appear in the movie Scream 3, which means that all of the Scream movies are also part of that universe.
1: So he's saying these characters, because they were in Clerks as well, I believe. Sure. M- mistaken. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: And if you want to go down a real rabbit hole, Google the Tommy Westfall Universe. Interesting. Oh. I do like the concept of universe versus franchise. Okay. So I'm guessing I could
1: maybe get on board with that. Yeah, that makes that would a make lot of sense to me. More sense for the Star Wars stuff too, mm-hmm. because there's so many different branches. The Star branches Wars universe. Now. Right. You know, as a part in of a
0: galaxy far, far away. In <laughs> a
1: far, far away galaxy. <laughs> All right. You ready? Ready. You got it. I don't got it. I don't have it. There's no email. What? There's no email, but we got this. Ooh. Look, I needed a password that's only 8 characters long. So I picked snow white and the seven
2: dwarfs. The head of the dairy association is coming to town this week. She's the big cheese. How do German shepherds greet each other?
1: Guten Dog. Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> good I'll give dog. Him, I mean, come on. <laughs> Rox, you're just laughing at anything now.
0: Uh, listen, okay. I laugh at everything, and that may or may not be good for the listeners to know. But <laughs> seriously, I. He didn't laugh. sign off
1: on that, by the way. That's episode 178.
0: Yes. Always better than a hockey segment. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he's not. We are. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sometimes I'd rather watch a hockey segment than read his emails. But anyway,
0: just kidding.
1: <laughs> we love you, 178. Yes, we do. All right, Roxy, sadly, that's all the time we have. That's it. It goes so quick.
0: It does. It really
1: goes so quick. I will leave the listeners with this since, you know, a lot of them are in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Okay? Littles, DC Defenders, 3-0 and 0 right now. 3-0. and 0. Can I interest you in that? Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? XFL, <laughs> oh, the DC Defenders. Gosh. And next week, they play the O and 3 Vegas, what are they, the Vipers? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a good shot i mean i don't know i just feel like they finally have a football team maybe they can get behind maybe that's all i'm saying it, it could be good i'm just saying check it out i don't know why i'm an advocate for the xfl <laughs> you really like it I, well i don't really watch a lot of it but i don't know i just something about rooting for these other underdog yeah, teams sure. all right one more just because we care chuck i have not watched the xfl and have no desire to <laughs> i feel like there are certain times of the year for certain sports And after the Super Bowl, is not a time for football. Roop Sharma, episode 48. (laughs) So, fair enough. Anyway, Roxy, how can they get in touch with us?
0: Go to our website, LoyalLittlesPod.com. Everything is there. Our new ballot for the Oscars challenge is there, or Oscar challenge, whichever it is, and all the other usual things that you might see on our website.
1: Absolutely, including our sponsors. So they they know where to go if they need a grip for their stick and stuff like that. So we'll just leave you with that. Thank you, Andy Shayner for coming on to Meet the Littles this episode. We really enjoyed that. And thank you, Jason Smorl, for coming on for five mediocre minutes and giving us that huge announcement September 5th, one month exactly after Summer of Littles. How exciting is that?
0: So exciting.
1: But the most important thing is to remember...
0: If you are out shopping online tonight...
1: Don't forget to... Use the code, people! Bye! Chuck Todd can suck it. <laughs>
4: excited to live forever or die trying as long as I'd hold you in my arms close you'd stay and as long as the jukebox plays a sad song for my sorrows I'd keep you near me for at least another day we'd walk on All turn their heads envious to me, and I stood for what they want to be, and they can't stand, but they can see. To chase me forever or die trying as long as there's an inch of the highway I may be they'll follow through the blazing sun through the dustings of the mornings thrashed up from the fallen winds from the mountains by the bay we'd walk on turn their heads envious to me and I stood for, the- The stranger heard through the footsteps in the darkness and each step like a piercing in my stomach in my brain in my face cold and frozen in my eyes screaming frantic that's the night that I lost her now I'm stumbling in the rain when I stumbled
0: podcast is produced by the wtfc podcast network and edited by lewis b crocco and the loyal littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by eric lonergan
3: he'd be an interesting one to talk to oh yeah